0: the second half is almost here jonathan so what do the angels need to do to get off to a great start we've got the strategy you're welcome it's time to get locked on with mike and john and this is locked on angels
1: You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Like 131211-ish said on YouTube, uh, that was their user handle. They commented on YouTube and said, rather than watching inane baseball coverage provided by the MLB Network and ESPN, I've started casting your show to my big TV, much better Appreciate you guys. We appreciate you, (laughs) 131211-ish. I love that. Uh, You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked on Angels. Best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that little bell to be notified every time a new episode drops.
1: Thanks for being here for this episode of Locked on Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother,
0: Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John.
1: Thanks for being here with us. We appreciate you. Very, very much. We're always talking Angels baseball Monday through Friday, every single weekday, and we're glad that you're part of the conversation. Hey, Lockdown Everydayers, we're going to get you ready for the weekend against the Astros. That's coming up on Friday through Sunday. Don't forget to get your questions in for Fan Mail Friday happening tomorrow. We know you have lots of questions. We asked the tough questions on yesterday's show, Mike, and so I'm looking forward to hearing from our Lockdown Everydayers regarding the questions that they're thinking about. But let's chat about the potential of the second half when it comes to our Halos.
0: A friend of the show, Jeff Fletcher from the OC Register, actually just released an article. um, And it, it was an interesting article. It was about the second half, Johnny. And in it, there was a quote from Phil Nevin. He was asked about how the Halos can look back at the first half at the end of the season. And he actually said, well, you talk about winning the World Series or getting to the playoffs, everyone talks about a defining moment he thinks that the last few weeks could be that defining moment they went into Mm. the break with seven of the nine starters not in the lineup and we can look back at that point hopefully at the end of the year and say we weathered the storm we got through it we got hot and now we're playing in october i I love that i love that his optimism is high that's Mm. an angel fan right that's the angel organization high optimism uh fletch actually makes Two points in this article, John. Uh, The first point he makes is that the Jays are tied with the Astros for the third wildcard spot. They're actually second and third. And they're both on pace for 89 wins. And Fletcher says that that could be doable for the Angels. They do have to go 44 and 27. So that's a strong second half. Mm -hmm. But he also mentions something that you've talked about on this pod a couple of times, the 2021 Braves. Johnny, I I think that what you shared with us was brilliant. And then it sounds like Fletch may have been listening to the show because he addressed (laughs) You address. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So when you think about what the Braves did in 2021, they were
1: 44 and 44 when they lost Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, who's probably going to be the National League MVP, right? Like that right. guy's just tearing it up. Yep. He tore his ACL on July 10th. They lost the next game when they were 44 and 45 at the break. I loved that Jeff got some quotes from players from that team at the time, including Freddie Freeman. Of course, is now with the Dodgers. Was part of that World Series team with the Braves. He said that, uh, the, the Braves did something that gave them hope. The GM added Jock Peterson in a trade. And Freddie said that sent a message to the clubhouse. Here's what Freddie said. It's not about who you bring in. It's just that someone comes in Mike. Isn't that a world of difference than what the angels have done in the past? Like, especially when you consider last season, rather than bringing in a new outfielder, we saw the likes of you know, Monte Harrison and Magnery Sierra, and those guys. Right. This time they need somebody at first base. They need to replace Gio Urshela. They bring in Mike Moustakis and Eduardo Escobar. Yep. Um. And and I loved that Freddie had that to say. He said, instead of cashing in the season when we lost to Cunha, uh, Anthropolos, who worked with Perry Manassian, Perry Manassian worked with him, yeah. starts bringing guys in, and it's like, okay, we're still going to go for this thing. Uh, Jeff Fletcher also said the move to get Moose and Escobar could be the start of something like that.
0: Yeah, I loved what the Braves did, John, because they brought in three people. They they brought in Jacques Peterson, and then they brought in Rosario, and then they brought in Jorge Soler. Mm-hmm. And they brought in three outfielders to replace one guy. Yeah, and 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 I love that the Angels have went out and got Moose and they got Escobar, and I think that we're actually going to find ourselves getting really a whole lot better because hopefully the guys that are on the IL will be back
1: who are the three guys we brought in in 2015 it was like Shane Victor Reno and uh gosh I wish I could remember the other two but it
0: was like oh yeah we brought in three outfielders yeah not anybody that we needed but okay right, <laughs> right. that's true I do remember that right they were kind of in the midst of in the thick of things and we brought in guys that were Maybe way past their their due date, right? Yeah, So I'm looking forward to uh, Neto, Drury, Moore, and Rendon, and then a little later, Trout and Ohapi coming back. I I think that the one question mark for this weekend, Johnny, is there hasn't been, as of this recording, any information on if those guys are going to be back. I I hope that they will be back, and I hope the Angels don't hold off out of just being, you know, careful. Although I obviously don't want these guys to get hurt again, but... It's, it's time to get their bat back in the lineup because we've got this quad a lineup that just hasn't cut it for us and mm-hmm. i think if they're not going to do that then there's some other moves that they probably need to make if they're going to go for it and and my gut as a fan as i mentioned yesterday my gut is they're actually they're actually going to go for this i i love this quote from mickey moniac in uh, fletcher's article he said in regards to the second half we're just going to keep going we're going to take it one day at a time i've said it a million times even despite the injuries that we've sustained, we've got a good group here still. And I think we're a team that can compete with anybody. And and high five to Mickey Moniak, by the way, who yeah. has really been a a powerful force in this lineup and somebody who comes through with runners in scoring position. And, and I'll mention it later on, but I think, Johnny, he needs to be in the thick of this lineup and perhaps not just at the top of this lineup. We'll get mm. into that in a few minutes. But, Johnny, can the Angels pull off what the Braves did? And how do you
1: think they can pull it off? I mean, they they're gonna have to go out and make some moves, Mike. Especially if they know that like guys like Drury and Zach Neto are not gonna be back in time. I think that you can't wait. You got to put the pedal to the metal and you have to go out there and start dealing. I saw that the 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 Cardinals are up for trading some guys, uh, which I think is really important to note. Um, I don't think it's the complete tear down that everybody thinks it will be, but yeah, just to know that there are Cardinals available. I mean, gosh. Uh, uh, Paul Goldschmidt to Ooh. help you the rest of this season. And I know he's got another year in his contract and I know that he's a little older, but that's the kind of move that you make to help you in the present, right? Because you, then you, you wear that wound next year. If Goldie is not going to be the stud that he was uh, and has been, you know, at age 36 next year, I think he's turning 36 I think so, yeah. I think so. Uh, this summer and he'll be 37 by the end of next season. And that, that worries you. But at the same time, you look at what the guy's doing right now. You go out there and you find a fix. Maybe it's not Goldie, but you have to go out and find fixes because if, if these guys are not going to be back at any point soon, again, we're still waiting on news as of this recording on what's going on with Neto and Drury and even Matt Moore. Um, and, and maybe, Car- uh, Carlos, uh, Anthony Rendon, because Rendon didn't go on the IL. He just was on the bench and yeah. they said he might be available. And we never really got word from that. Mike, uh, Phil Nevin's comments are interesting to me just because he sees this as like, Hey, here's the adversity that we faced this season. And I appreciate, like you said, the optimism there, but even through that adversity, there have been moments where it just felt like we always say the phrase, there's no quit. There's no quit. There felt like a lot of quit in this team over
0: the last few weeks. And that concerns me. Does it concern you? It certainly does, and I think that that falls on Phil Nevin. That falls on this coaching staff. And, you know, we had that quote earlier this year from Benji Gill when he was doing some infield drills, and and he said, you want to be a winning team, these are the things that you need to do well. That's what I would be focusing on if I'm Phil Nevin. I'm having my guys out in the outfield, in, in the infield, taking ground balls, and I'm having them do some of the, the basic fundamentals, especially if you're going to have Hunter Renfro play some first base. You can't have mistakes over there, and he has to know when to come in and when to not come in. He has to know when to throw that little that little underhanded throw to the pitcher. He, he has to know – what he needs to know as a first baseman. And and quite honestly, I don't think that you can go wrong with those things. It's the mm. simple things that are sticky, John. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't understand sometimes why organizations go beyond the simple things. <laughs> I know that there, there's times that you need to do that, but ultimately the thing that you need to be working on is is those simple things i mean throw it back to like that classic hoosiers movie right and <laughs> and gene ackman is is the is the coach of this team and he comes in and he has them dribbling around chairs and he has them passing and doing chess passes and bounce passes like you know i'm not a great athlete but when my daughter was like i, I want to work on my shot she plays basketball uh, we went out to the park and we literally started next to the hoop. Like I told her, I said, stand by the hoop and hit the square and just Mm -hmm. get get your form, work on your form, both sides. And we took about 20 shots on each side. And and I think it's those things that actually, it's the repetition that gets into your heart. It's the rhythm and baseball players are rhythm players. And so Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I, I think that part of the fight though, is it's let's bring them back to the fundamentals. Let's bring them back to the basics. And I think that when they get those things, right this team will be so much better because as fans have pointed out, they should have more wins than 45. They should probably have 50 wins at this point right now because there's about five games that I think we could go back and go, you guys really blew it here. You guys yeah. really fell apart here. You made the mistakes, and you made the errors, and it cost you. That's really cute that you did that with your daughter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be <a> good dad. <laughs>
1: hey, the Angels are playing the Astros Friday at 6.38 Pacific time. Otani is scheduled to start. He's going up, it looks like, against JP France, a young rookie for the Astros who... Uh, we did beat, but it was a uh, a one-run game. It was a two-to-one game. We'll talk yeah. about that later. Uh, you can catch every pitch of the Angels Hometown Broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're going to give you our thoughts on how the Angels can win this weekend against the AL West rival Astros. We'll talk about that coming right up.
0: Today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. If you want to win 100 times your money on Daily Fantasy Baseball, you can with the Sleeper app. They are now offering 100-time payout on the 8-pick contest. So the 8-pick contest is, is you choosing as many as 8 players that you like, that you're a fan of. doesn't have to be from your favorite team, the Angels. It could be from any team in baseball. And you're going to answer the question if they're going to underperform or outperform the predicted stats. Like, for example, Johnny, mm-hmm. will L.A. la Cruz this weekend still more – than two bases in a game. Ooh, I hope so. He's on
1: my fantasy team. He actually <laughs> did that for me uh before the break. He got that, he had that three stolen base game where he stole home. That was fantastic. You know who he stole against, right? Uh it was Piguero. It was Elvis, Elvis Piguero. Former Halo, Elvis yeah. Piguero. Uh yeah, Ellie Dale Cruz stole three bags. So Mike, if if I'm on the sleeper app and that's one of the questions, I'm voting yes. He's getting more than two.
0: Elvis Piguero uh channeled his angel days by falling asleep that's right on the- Hey, Sleeper works really fast too. Uh, entries can be made in 30 seconds or, left, or, or less and left. Uh, and, and, and they're safe and fast withdrawals on all the payouts. You can download the Sleeper app today. And when you do, use our code locked on at sign up and you'll get an instant deposit match of up to $100. So check out Sleeper today.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked On Everydayers, don't forget to get your questions in for Fan Mail Friday. Give us a, a DM at Locked Angels, at SuperHalo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a call on our voicemail line. It's 714-409-6396. Ep- that number is in the episode description below. Hey, don't forget, the Angels are back at it tomorrow night against the Astros, 638 Pacific Time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels.
0: Johnny, what a June Shohei Otani had. Here's some stats from Shohei. His hitting side was better than his pitching. Let me start with pitching. He was 2 and 2, 3.26 ERA, 11 earned runs in 30 in the third innings, 1.2 whip, 37 strikeouts, 11 walks in five games. Hitting wise was phenomenal mm-hmm. 394, 492, 952 with a 1.444 OPS. 27 runs scored, 29 RBIs, 7 doubles, 3 triples, 15 home runs, 21 walks and 4 stolen bases. I'm not going to go through all of it John, but just so that we can be reminded of what June was like for Shohei. Here's here's a a bit of a a recap of his month. June 6th homer, June 9th homer, June 10th homer, <laughs> June 12th two homers, June 14th homer. I mean like it goes like there's not a day, I think there's a couple of deep games where he missed, but then it was just it was homer, homer, did you, homer, did you two see, homers. Did you see the thread
1: I made on at Locked On Angels on Twitter? It was all of Shohei Otani's first half home runs called by the opposing broadcast. It was great. It was great. Uh, check that out if you haven't done so yet. It's on Twitter. It's also on our Instagram. It's Super Halo Bros too, but Locked On Angels on Twitter has each home run and the date and who and uh, you can hear the opposing team's broadcast. Mike, there's like seven against the White Sox. Yeah. Four of those came, I think, in the month of June. So yeah. sorry to uh Nick over at Lockdown White Sox for how much Shohei did damage to him uh this this last month. <laughs> My favorite call
0: from the opposing team, and I can't remember what, what team it was, but was oh no. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. they they immediately knew. So 15 home runs in June for Shohei. Johnny the Angels had forty-seven homers wow. in June total. So Shohei Ohtani is MVPing. That's what he does. Right. And, and so it, it brought up an interesting question and I want to throw it to you, Johnny fill in the blank. The angels need Ohtani the hitter or pitcher more in the second half.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, the second half, I think that they're going to need Ohtani the pitcher. You just look at the way that things went in the last few weeks during that one and nine stretch, where even he struggled because of the blister issue Against the Padres right and that was a that was a game that we thought that we could win and if if we're gonna have success we have to have starting pitching that keeps us in the game and that goes for Reed Detmers and Griffin Canning and Patrick Sandoval and Tyler Anderson those guys need to keep us in the game and so I think that to set the tone for that I think Otani needs to be Otani the pitcher in the second half now, I don't think the hitting's going to go anywhere. I think that he's going to continue to do what he's doing at the plate, which has been amazing. But if I had to choose Mike, I really got to choose Otani, the pitcher, just because the Angels desperately need guys to keep them in the game moving forward because that's been the uh, the bugaboo, if you will. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. Achilles heel is these innings where the starting pitcher comes out there and you feel like, all right, read Detmerks, He's on the mound. And then he has a blow-up inning or two against the Dodgers. And yeah. it's like, what happened to the guy who shut them out just a month prior, right? Uh, all of a sudden he can't, he can't keep them from scoring and they're hitting home run after home run after home run. These guys really ought to step up. And I think that Otani being the pitcher that he is and being the ace that he is, will set the tone for the rest of the rotation. So for the remainder of the second half, I'm
0: looking at Otani, the pitcher as the guy that we desperately need. How about you? I agree, hundred percent, and and the reason why I agree is because he's going to get a lot of opportunities to hit. Mm-hmm. He's always going to be in there in the game and hitting, but he's going he's only going to be pitching, you know, every fifth, sixth day, and so I I really think that we need him to be much better as a as a pitcher. And I would even be okay with him regressing a little bit as a hitter if it means that he's better as a pitcher. Now, I don't want that. <laughs> but I, I want him to be better as a pitcher in the second half because, as you mentioned... I think that that momentum that he can bring, especially in Friday's game against Houston, you get a victory to start off this series. I think it's going to motivate this starting rotation, and it looks like the starting rotation is going to be Otani, Detmers, Anderson, Sandoval, Canning, and so I I, I kind of like that rotation because what it does is it puts someone like Tyler Anderson and someone like Patrick Sandoval in between a Detmers and a Canning. And so it's not Mm -hmm. like, hey, we have three really great pitchers and then we're not really sure what's going to happen. I like how they've slotted them. But I think it all really depends on Shohei Otani and how he's going to set them. The, the momentum set the standard when he begins the series against the Astros and then every every fifth or sixth day when he starts. So I, I think that it needs to be Shohei Otani the pitcher that really comes through in the second half for the Halos.
1: And again, you look at what he did in June. that <laughs> The 952 slugging, which is from the seven doubles, three triples, 15 home runs. That's insane, right? Yeah. Because if you think about a good slash line, that's elite. 300 hitting uh 400 on base 500 slugging is usually like yeah that's really good because 400 plus 500 is a 900 ops and and for him to have gone 1.444 ops is just insane and so f- the fact that he did so well in June if that if those numbers came back down to earth he's still a really good hitter and right so i'm not concerned right. about his hitting i think at uh and not to say i'm concerned about his pitching either i just think that we need his ace potential as we get, as we get into the next half of the season, because the angels desperately need good pitching. And I think Otani is going to be a huge part of that.
0: Today's show is brought to you by bird dogs. Hey Johnny, when was the last time that you wore your stretch khaki shorts with anti-stink protection and really comfortable fit from bird dogs <laughs> <laughs> listen i i wore them yesterday because it was hot there's yes. a heat wave going on and
1: they have that anti-stink technology and i don't want to stink i don't <laughs> want any of that so yeah gotta wear the bird dogs especially during this heat wave we got going on
0: yeah i love when you're you're making your point you you got like really high like Can Jerry I get Seinfeld on you I don't, yeah. don't want to stink who wants to who wants to stink <laughs> <laughs> Listen Bird Dogs is actually really comfortable and and we're not just saying that we actually have pants and shorts from Bird Dogs and Johnny wore his I wore mine super comfortable and and they they fit you you don't have to make them fit and that's what I love about bird dogs. And you can get a pair of bird dog shorts and pants at birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you do use our promo code Locked On MLB, Bird Dogs is going to throw in a custom style uh, bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Again, the website is birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. When you order, pop in this promo code locked on MLB. Here's the website one more time. Birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. Go there today.
1: Okay, we got the Astros coming to town on Friday. It's a three-game set. Of course, we got Shohei Otani on the mound on Friday night, which is giving me a lot of hope because anytime you have Shohei on the mound, you feel like you're in it. It reminds me of Jared Weaver, Mike. Every time we had Weave on the mound, it felt like we had a chance to win. I miss that guy so much. He was my favorite angel. I know that we've had Trout and Otani over the last few years, but Weaver, to me, has always just been my favorite because you always felt like you could get a win with him on the mound. Uh, But with Otani, it feels exactly the same. So we wanted to share how we think the Angels can win the weekend against the Astros. Obviously, a series win would be nice. You got to win those series. You got to take two out of three. If they have any hopes of taking all three, it's going to come down to a few things, Mike. So I'm going to let you start when it comes to the keys for a winning weekend. Where would you go with this?
0: Well, I'm going to run with this idea that the guys on the IL aren't back just yet. And again, mm. as of this recording, we haven't heard anything about that. But uh, the one thing that I think that we need to do because those guys are not back yet is we need to go back to basic fundamentals, basic baseball Hmm. and if they're not fully back then I think the strategy needs to be hit and run I think Hmm. the strategy needs to be stolen bases I think the strategy needs to be small ball bunt move the runners over especially when you have guys like Escobar who can handle the bat really really well and I think that Phil Nevin needs to put a lineup together that benefits the the guy that is in that slot meaning
1: plays to their strengths yeah
0: absolutely which means I think that Escobar's got to be higher in the lineup I think having him bat maybe second is actually a really wise thing to do. And I mentioned it earlier in the show. I think Mickey Moniak needs to be in one of those power spots. I know that him yeah. leading off has been great. He's been doing an excellent job, but what if, what if Johnny, you had Shohei Escobar Moniak to start off, they the, did the that at the top of the lineup.
1: You called that a couple of, we, yeah. uh, a couple of ga- games ago. They That's what they did to the top three and even Joe Adele at cleanup. Now yep. we're unsure what's going on with Joe Adele because right. the Angels never say anything. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but at the same time, you called that a few games ago, and I thought that was great because Shohei needs protection at the top of the order, and because he doesn't have that big bat behind him right now in Mike Trout and probably will get walked more, why not put him? Yeah, in that leadoff spot and then you got yeah. Escobar a contact guy you got Moniac, a guy who can you know put it into the gap or put it into the seats and I think that's a really great way to start out the lineup yeah, yeah.
0: I, and it helps it helps Shohei especially when he's starting on Friday because if he bats first then it'll give him some time if he's not on base to be able to recover and get ready for the next inning and and I also think that it gives Moniak RBI opportunity because this guy has really come through with runners in scoring position unlike other hitters in this lineup and so I think that you got to go back to small ball for a bit. I think they need to figure out if they're going to use Velasquez or if David Fletcher needs to be in there and quite honestly, Mm -hmm. if you're going to have Escobar, and you're going to have Shohei and Moniak starting off the top of the lineup that's three left-handed batters, I think I would put Fletcher in over over Velasquez because mm-hmm. Velasquez just hasn't been great offensively, and I think that Fletcher is, is average when it comes to offense and average when it comes to defense. And so I think that the Angels need to be really creative. The other big thing here, Johnny, is the Astros at this point are without Jordan, and they're without Jose Altuve. Mm-hmm. And so they're injured as well, and we can't let their backups or their other players beat us. Pena yeah. at short can't beat us. Like you need to shut him down. And and that's going to be a big key for the Halos, getting two strikes and then finishing them off and then not allowing that batter. Like, for example, the catcher who uh, played for us, I'm blinking on his name, who, who's their catcher? Machete. For the <laughs> yes, Maldonado. yes, Maldonado, thank you. Um, he, he's not a great hitter. But then he, he can't really be hitting
1: home runs off of him. He really yeah. crushed us, right? He was hitting home runs, and I think
0: he did hit one off of Shohei. If, yeah, if I'm correct, it was a sweeper. See, <laughs> and 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 that's and that's the thing that the Angels can't do. You can't have these guys who are hitting 200 with no home runs suddenly rising up against you. And that happened in the last few series. And so those are some of the keys that I think that they need to focus on this weekend. Small ball, bunting, some of the basic fundamentals. They need to be wise about this lineup. They need to move runners over. Their approach needs to be wait and see instead of attack, 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 even when they're down 0-2. And I think they need to be really smart about what they do this weekend because these games really matter.
1: You think about who's in this lineup. You've got Otani as a big bat. You've got Mike Moustakis who can hit you know, a a nice home run. You've got Hunter Renfro who's struggling, but is somebody that you count on for home runs. And then Mickey Moniak. But then you think about Velasquez and Renjifo and Fletcher and Escobar, guys who, like you said, should be waiting and seeing. I know everybody says DFA Velasquez, but the one thing I like that he's been doing is being patient at the plate and when he's patient at the plate. Because sometimes I see that guy swing away just like he was doing last year. Velasquez has no business swinging at a baseball at all. And when he takes his walks, he's most successful on the base paths because he's stealing bags and he's getting inside the head of the pitcher on the mound. That needs to be the strategy for this team. You have to know who your players are in the lineup and you have to consider, all right, do I want Fletcher swinging at pitch number one and being aggressive? No, because it might be a routine pop out. Do I want David Fletcher on the bag and have him potentially steal a base? Of course I do. Do I want David Fletcher on base with Shohei Otani coming up behind him in the number one spot? Of course I do. So the angels just need to spread the wealth throughout this lineup and realize let their, let their hitting guys hit again. It's Moustakis and Shohei and Moniak. Let those guys hit everybody else. Wait and see because you need to be on base For when those big bats come around, I think that's what's key here, Mike. For me, it's pitching, pitching, pitching. The last time Mm. the Angels won against the Astros, I mentioned it earlier. It was Griffin Canning on the mound in a two-to-one victory over the Astros in Houston against JP France. It was six innings pitched, four hits, gave up one earned run, four strikeouts, and the the earned run was a home run. And it was eighty-seven pitches for Mm. Griffin Canning. Wow! It was a two-to-one game. It came down to the very end for the Angels and they were able to uh take that one in Houston. Before that, when the, when Houston was in town last time, we got one win out of out of uh 3 against them and it was Sandoval who got the win. Now, mm. it was a 6 to 4 win, but Sandoval went 6 and a third inning. There were 7 hits and 4 earned runs and 2 strikeouts on 92 pitches, but the length there of 6 and a third inning um I think really serves the bullpen well and Again, it's that was a higher-scoring game. I look at the other game, Canning, and a 2-1 to one win. I feel like it's going to be something like that if the Angels uh, don't have their big bats going in this lineup. So, again, they have to bring it back to the fundamentals, like you were saying. Get on base, steal some bags, move runners over, don't be afraid to bunt, and position yourselves for a winning position so that by the time Moniak comes up or Shohei comes up, you have guys on base, and you can really do some damage there. Again, the pitching really has to come through. They cannot have a blow-up inning right. in the second right. or the third and then have to claw their way back out of a hole for the rest of the game. That cannot yeah. happen again. I'm so tired of that happening.
0: A low-scoring weekend, the Angels take two out of three, I think, if it's a low-scoring yeah. weekend. Because when they've pitched well, they've played really, really well.
1: Yeah, so hopefully there, those will be some uh, strategies that the office can implement, the management can implement. I know they listen. They got to be listening <laughs> to us. Yes, I, they better. I, I, they're they're at least curious. What are those guys talking about now on Lockdown Angels? <laughs> hey,
0: thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Remember the Angels do play the Astros tomorrow night 6:38 and you can catch every pitch of the hometown broadcast on Sirius XM by searching Angels.
1: Hey, give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. You're going to want to do that because tomorrow, Mike, what do we got on deck?
0: It's Fan Mail Friday. And so we answered and asked some questions or we asked and answered some questions in, in yesterday's episode and even in today's episode. We'd love to hear from you, your thoughts, your questions, your comments. You can send those to us. You can call us as well. 714-409-6396. We'll put out a, uh, a question and answer on our story on Super Halo Bros on Instagram. And again,
1: get in our voicemail line. That number is below the uh, the episode. It's in the episode description down there. So, again, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you're excited about this weekend. Angels Baseball is back. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike.
0: And my name is Mike, and that's my
1: brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here for Fan Mail Friday.